0: You're listening to The Savvy Social Podcast, the show for budding entrepreneurs who want to understand the how and the why of social media marketing. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to episode number 77 of The Savvy Social Podcast. Today's show is brought to you by Social Report. Social Report is the world's most complete social media management tool. And it's my tool of choice when it comes to things like scheduling, managing, and especially reporting on social media. You can try them out for yourself for free by going to socialreport.com. A bit of a caveat for today's episode, I'm getting over this super nasty cold and I sound terrible, so I apologize for any croaking in this intro, but I'm really excited about today's guest. We've got Sandra Booker on the show, and Sandra Booker is an online business manager and founder of Any Old Task, a small but mighty group of passionate peeps who love getting stuff done and helping people run their businesses like a lean but never mean fighting machine. In her efficiently used spare time, she teaches women how to get to 50K a year in their own virtual assistant practices, even if it's their first year in business. Her clients include familiar names like Tarzan Kay and Laura Belgrave. She's received accolades in her community, like the 40 Under 40 Award. And she's on a mission to help VAs generate the same kind of raving clients she enjoys in her own business. Now, if you're sitting here wondering what can a VA do for me, and VA stands for virtual assistant, check out her free guide. The link will be in the show notes, or you can go to anyoldtask.ca savvy. And in this guide, she shows you exactly how a VA can help you make more money in your business. In this particular episode, Sandra and I talk about how she jump-started her social media strategy, what she learned from working with a social media agency, how she really streamlines her social media today, very interesting process, and her tips for virtual assistants who want to get started on social media. Now, before we dive into the interview for today, I want to invite you to join me for the LinkedIn Challenge happening in January of this year, 2020, this upcoming year. And it's going to be a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun last year. And if you're really struggling to gain traction on other platforms like Facebook or Instagram, Maybe consider LinkedIn, try giving LinkedIn a shot. It's especially important for service-based business owners or high touch service-based business owners. Myself, my clients, the students who've gone through this LinkedIn training have seen tons of success. You can see some success stories by going to onlinedrea.com slash LinkedIn. And that's also where you can sign up for the free challenge that will teach you how to leverage LinkedIn so that you can have more influence in your industry. All right, let's dive into this week's episode with Sandra Booker. Hey, Sandra, welcome to the show. Hey, Sandra, how are you? I am great, really excited to talk to you today. Um, I've just been kind of like watching your business from afar and I love everything you're doing. And then, plus, we've met in person a few times now. So, really excited to kind of dig into your business and your marketing today. Uh, but I want to start at the beginning. How did you start any old task? What inspired you launching into that business?
1: Well, honestly, it was, um, it was my daughter who was. Uh, well still is super super introverted coming home from school one day saying that she wanted to go on a school trip to Iceland and I was just blown away by the idea that she wanted to go spend time with people (laughs) and uh and she didn't even know anybody in the school that was going there was only six kids from her school going she didn't know any of them so I'm like this has to happen I have to make it happen so but at the time you know I was living Paycheck to paycheck, no real savings. How the heck am I going to do this? Um, And a friend told me about Fiverr. Um, So I actually got my start on Fiverr. I jumped in there just thinking, oh, maybe I can just make some extra money while I look for another part-time job. Um, And from there it just started, it started building. People started seeking me out outside of Fiverr so that they could expand their relationship with me. People we're always asking me what else I can do. Uh, and then a friend of mine just one day said, you know, you can make this into a business. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I, I could. And that's really how it was, how it was born. Just, you know, being able to use all the skills that I, I had acquired and uh, serve other people. It was, it was kind of accidental, but it was, I think it was inevitable as well. It was going to happen.
0: Yeah. It feels like it came from a very inspired place too, like from your daughter. I think that's such a, like a powerful motivator.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, she's so awesome with the whole that she, you know, she was in high school when I started it, um, just, just getting in starting in high school. So, uh, but she's been always really great with helping out around the house to make sure that I have time to do, especially like in the early days when you're just really slogging through everything, um, yeah, she was, she was brilliant with, with helping me out and making sure that I could do it. So
0: I'm just curious, like what were some of those first, um, jobs that you did on Fiverr? Cause I got started on Fiverr too. So I'm very familiar with the fi- the Fiverr landscape, loved it for like jump starting what I, what I do as well. But just curious, what are some of the tasks that you started off with?
1: So I had a list of tasks that I was going to do, but the very first one that I started, which, which took off was transcription work. And so that ended up being really the only thing I offered. I had a couple other, like I did some uh, creating video animations and a few other smaller kind of things, uh, but they didn't really, I didn't put a lot of effort into those because the transcription just went full force. And I think that part of that was, I, I kind of cheated a little bit because there, um, there was an actual category that you were supposed to put in put your gigs in if you were a transcriptionist and it was like a transcription category but I didn't put mine there I put mine under virtual assistant Ah. and so all these people that were looking for a virtual assistant to help with transcription would find me and pretty much nobody else so um yeah. So I kind of cheated a little bit there and it worked. It was brilliant. So I did, once I figured it, it was actually a bit of a mistake. I didn't realize that (laughs) there was another transcription thing. And I did put a gig in the actual transcription one and that one didn't fly. Like I did well there, but it didn't fly as well as the the first one. So, so sometimes looking for those like little back doors (laughs) into things can help. So.
0: Yeah. I love that. So when you're, thinking about leaving Fiverr and creating kind of your own brand, um, what are some of the things you did to get your first clients? Because I know you got some big names. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so what are some of the ways that you market yourself to attract some of those clients?
1: So for me, it's all about building the relationship. Like relationship marketing, marketing is like 100%. I wasn't really big. I didn't have really a good social media game going on um i was never very good at social media um <clears throat> so it, for me it was like i built relationships with the clients that i had um through fiverr and a couple of those people sought me out outside of fiverr so i worked with, uh, fiverr rather so i i worked with them for a bit but then it was making uh, connections in my community actually so one of my biggest clients came from um being working in a co-working space um, I used to uh, rent time at a co-working space downtown in St. Catharines here, and um, through there, I met Tarzan. But it was not even direct; just she had posted. She was belonged to the co-working space as well, and she posted something about needing a VA, and somebody referred her to me. Um, and so that connection really, like that, was a huge jump jump start for my business because we grew together. Um, and then there was, um, Jennifer Wallace, she was doing the Gwen conference here. Right. And, uh, the other, so the other one that really jump started my, my business was going to that Gwen conference and, um, Tamara Arnold was up on stage and I did something that I would normally never do. And when she came down off stage, I was just, I went up to her and I'm like, Oh my God, I just love you. Like everything you did. And we just uh, started talking, which is something like if you knew me or uh, (laughs) or if you know me at all, I don't do that. Um, but I was just like, I have to talk to this person. And, um, she actually became my real first client. Tamara was my real first client that was not Fiverr related at all. And she was my real first VA client. And then, um, it was really just networking and, um, asking for referrals and people referring me. Um. And then from there, I kind of started on my social media game and <laughs> making sure that I had something. And that was that having social media was really what helped me get the better. Like I would get a lot of referrals from like just people, like just like great people, I'm sure, but not the type of client that I wanted. And once I really focused on rebranding my website and making sure that my social media was on point and active, um, that's when people started, I started getting the higher clients because people were like, oh, this person really knows what she's doing.
0: Right. Uh, so it sounds like just like touching base on where you came from, again, an inspired place to just go up to someone when you do something you wouldn't normally do and say, I just admire you. You know, I, like, I, I love that kind of running theme there. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about social media. So you started off on social media and um, I think you started off
1: hiring an, an agency, if I'm correct. I did. I did. I was so not good at social media that I did. I started with hiring an agency, a local agency, amazing people. Um, uh, Barker social, and Mandy Gould, who I met. Um, the, I met through the community somehow, I think through the the one co-op. Um, and yeah, she, they were, they were great. And so they helped me kind of figure out um, how to even do social media and how to make sure that I was and they made sure that I was like active on there and that things were, were moving forward. Um, yeah. So I think that was super helpful because I learned a lot from them and then, and and from other people outside, but before them I had like nothing. I was, (laughs) it was very, very quiet in Sanderville.
0: So what are some of the things that you learned from that agency that you now apply to your strategy today?
1: So a few things that they uh helped uh help me with was one just being consistent. So that was obviously that's a big one. Um and getting a good balance of my own content versus third party content versus uh and promotional content making sure that I'm not overly promoting um and helping to build the relationship. Um and And then also making sure that um, the one thing that I had never even thought about that they really, really dialed in for me was making sure that my Instagram looked nice, because I was just like, I think when they started, I had like one post on Instagram, and all it was was I think the pictures of the drapes in my my new office that I had just gotten, and and uh, but I had not thought about Instagram at all, and. if it was up to me, I would have just been randomly just very inconsistent with it and, and posting just random stuff. Um, but they made sure that it looked good and there was like a nice little pattern and it was really, it felt good to, to be on my Instagram. Um, so I learned a lot from them on that.
0: Yeah. Oh, that, I think those are such powerful things. I, mean, I love, I'm all about the consistency. I love a good consistent strategy. And I think that is just part of it. It's like, like working out. You have to be consistent with it in order for it to make any sense.
1: Yes. Um, yep. yeah,
0: yeah. So I know you transitioned away from the agency. Can you tell me a little bit about that decision and the decision to take some of it or all of it in-house for doing your own social?
1: Yeah. So I decided to take it in house because they weren't just like posting for me. They were creating the content and, um, it never really got to the point, um, where it felt like me. Um, and I work with some of the most brilliant copywriters in the world right now. Um, and so through working with them and like being on their calls and their workshops and, their, and taking their courses and just being involved in that, like it really hit home that I, I needed to develop my voice. And so, and no ma- amount of me giving them direction was going to do it because giving direction is not an example of my voice. Um, so it's no fault of theirs at all. But there was like, I wasn't doing a good job of representing my voice. So they had, and they didn't, they had nothing to pull from because I had no previous social media at all. Um, So yeah, so I, I, I ended up um, just like through the copy cure and, and Laura Belgrade's workshops and stuff. just amazing. So it's all about, you know, putting your own personality into the copy. Um, So I decided, okay, the only way I'm going to be able to do this is if I, take it on myself and start doing it myself. Um, That being said, I still don't do it a hundred percent myself because I really suck at getting started. (laughs) So I have uh, an amazing, amazing person on my team, Grace, who um, she gets my voice really well. So she always starts my stuff for me and gives me like a rough draft um, that I can then, go and edit and add my stories in and change the wording. And sometimes, sometimes I rewrite the whole thing from scratch. um, And sometimes I can just do some heavy edits to it and um, go from there. But so she helps me get started because getting started on writing is a big barrier for me. (laughs)
0: Absolutely. Um, so, tell me about the the process or the strategy that you have now. I mean, I know that you have Grace helping you, and then you come in and edit. So, can you tell us a little bit about what that looks like? Are you talking about um, writing in a Google Doc or a scheduling tool? Like, I just want to get a little nosy and specific.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, it is a Google. It starts as a Google Doc and um so she creates everything in a google doc and then i go in um and i i typically use the suggesting um feature but sometimes i have way too many suggestions so i turn that off and just edit the whole thing um but yeah i I go through it all read through it all make my notes um make my changes and then once i'm all done i just i literally just tag her in it saying okay that's been done. Um, you know, it's ready for you to, to finalize and then she'll go through it and she'll, um, accept any, um, any suggestions that I've left for her and answer any questions that I might have left for her. Um, and then we get the finalized version and then she goes and loads it, um, into, what are we using? Meet Edgar right now. So she loads it all into Meet Edgar and then makes sure that everything's, Good and everything's working, and then it, Meet Edgar does the rest. So,
0: yeah, I, lo- I love Meet Edgar too because it's one of those that has recurring content. So yeah. you're spending a lot of time creating this content, but it's going to live for a while because you're going to keep posting it, right? so I Yeah, like that.
1: Yeah, it's really really handy, especially when you get to a busy time in in your workload. And like, there's she's given me I have four blog posts that she sent me that I still have to review, and it's probably been three weeks now. Um, and so meat is really handy for that. So when there is a time where it's like, I just can't get to approve new social media stuff. Um, I know that I'm not going to go silent on social media. It'll still, it'll just recycle a few things. So
0: Yeah. Good backup for sure. Yeah. Um, And so now um, your business is expanding to work with um, more virtual assistants and you're teaching them all the things you learned in your journey. Um, So with that being said, what are some of your suggestions for a virtual assistant if they're starting out and they want to start into doing social media?
1: So for a virtual assistant, so when you say getting started in social media, doing their own or for somebody else, helping somebody else? Oh, let's let's do both. Let's talk about both. Um, so, for their own, I think that making sure that they're writing their own copy so that their voice is in there, um, like, and get on Laura Belgrade's <laughs> get on Laura Belgrade's mailing list and read everything she writes, uh, and get on Tarzan Kay's mailing list and read everything they write. She writes. Um, get on some great mailing lists of people that are just like really, really. Um, good examples of personality in their writing, um, and yeah, because that'll help you become a good writer. Reading other people's good personality-infused, story-infused copy will help you do the same thing. Um, and just in same with their Instagram accounts, like ch- follow them on on Instagram and see what they're doing. Um, so I highly, I do highly recommend that. Um, and the other thing that I recommend doing that has helped me greatly is I've looked up, um, conversation starters. And so I have a whole list of different conversation starters and I've just gone through and started answering them. And so that just helps pull out certain stories and then you can um, always like go back to that document. When you're trying to think of something to write, you can go back to the document and then find something that resonates and something that you can pull from so that you always have a story to tell. You always have uh, an, an anecdote to give. Um, so that's super handy. handy to me is having those conversation starters done.
0: Yeah. I like that idea. Actually. I never thought about that answering the conversation starters yourself. Um, there's so many out there. You just Google it and find so many and that like kind of ignites that inspiration. That's such a really good tip.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So for those VAs who want to get into social media for clients, um, do you have any tips for, for them? I don't think, do you do any, um,
1: social media for your clients or anyone on your team? Um, yeah, grace, does do some social media for um, one of my clients. Um, it's not something that we typically offer as a as a service. I typically recommend that um, my clients hire a professional social media person. Um, so my biggest tip for any VAs that want to be a social media person is to not call yourself a VA. That's, that's my biggest tip for you.
0: <laughs> I love that. Amen to that. Yes. And uh, we have a lot of stuff about that in the, in the Savvy Social School as well, if you wanted to learn how to do that. But um, yeah, definitely. So if you want to be a social media strategist or manager, that's what you ca- should call yourself. Um, mm-hmm. But with that being said, I know a question that people have a lot is what does a VA do? Um, so can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, for sure. So a VA, a VA, a real a good VA, I mean, they just help you reach your biggest business goals in half the time. I mean, it's no big deal. It's uh a real a good VA is going to keep you on on track to meet your business goals. They'll they'll know your business goals and they will um be actively working working for you and with you to meet those goals. Um so they can do anything. Like typically you'll get you'll get VAs that the most common is a general admin VA and they're going to help you with your customer service, your inbox, data entry, research, like all those things, time consuming, email newsletters, they can typically help you with things like that. Um, You do have VAs that call themselves social media VAs um, and they're, they're really great. They'll help you with your social media. Typically they might help you create some content. Um, They'll definitely help you post content, uh, things like that. Um, if you want to really be a game, um, social media, like, like Andrea just said, don't call yourself a VA, (laughs) make sure that you call yourself a social media manager. You can get paid more and you don't get the work that you don't want to do. Um, but yeah, so VAs can, VAs do and can help with that. Um, any, like lots of things launch, launch VAs is a big thing. Um, on my website, I have an actual, guide that if of like 50 plus tasks that you that you can shoot a va that you can give a va um uh, but yeah launch management is a lot uh is helpful too once again that's another thing where i recommend have hiring a launch manager rather than a va but if they typically will call themselves a launch manager va because they they help manage the full launch and will actually get their hands dirty making sure like it's set up and stuff so that's a little um they don't tend to do any general admin work, but they'll, they're really good assets to have for when you're in the middle of launching a new product or service, having somebody that knows how it should run and how everything needs to be connected is really handy. And then, of course, there's the online business manager who they don't tend to call themselves VAs at all, which is good, um, who will help you help manage your business, manage your team, make sure your projects are moving forward um, and uh, just keeping you on point. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's so helpful just to kind of get the breakdown um, because I know I'm in transition right now at the time of recording this of looking at like, okay, should I hire a third VA or online business manager at this point? It's like, I don't want to manage another person. <laughs> yeah. So it is It is nice to kind of get that that breakdown a little bit.
1: Yeah. If the issue is that you have way too many tasks of your own that need to be done, then maybe another VA. But if the issue is more like you just need somebody to manage things and be more high-level, get get all those thought processes off of your plate, then getting an online business manager is the way to go. Hmm.
0: Good. Good to know. Good to know. Um, so I know that now um some of what you do is kind of coaching and guiding VAs um, to creating their own business and to basically do some of the things that you've been able to do in your career. Um, Mm -hmm. So can you tell us about the VA studio and what we can find there?
1: Yeah. So the VA studio is, um, it's a place where VAs of any level can come and um, get trained up on how to run a successful VA business. So whether you're just getting started, um, and trying to ditch the side hustle and you don't know where to start, uh, you can come there and there's a free training that you can, you can run through. Um, or even if you are already doing fairly well and you're just not at the, um, the level that you want to be at in regards to how much you're making or how many clients you have or whatever it is, then you can come and uh, learn how to do to reach that next level um, and if you ever want to be a launch VA, a launch manager, there's, um, a course on how to do that. It's lots, lots and lots of information. There lots of, um, of stuff and there's the VA studio Facebook group that you can join as well for free. Um, but yeah, at the, I think that's I
0: think that's it. Yeah, that sounds epic. So if there are any VAs listening or if you want to kind of dive into the VA world, definitely check out the VA studio because you're going to learn a lot. And it's a lot of good stuff, practical stuff that you can take to your business today. Uh, So it's very, very helpful. Uh,
1: Thanks, Sandra, so much. Where else can we find you online? So you can find me pretty much anywhere nowadays. Um, But yeah, you can find me at anyoldtask.ca or the va-studio.com. And you can find me at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at all that are at anyoldtask. And the same for VA Studio, but it's VA VA Studio Sisters for the VA Studio social media.
0: Perfect. So I'll put those links in the show notes as well. So you guys can check them out. Thanks, Sandra. It's been an absolute pleasure.
1: I loved it. Thank you so much, Andrea.
0: Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. For links and everything we talked about, please check out the show notes by visiting SavvySocialPodcast.com. And don't be afraid to continue the conversation. I'd love to have you inside of the Facebook group. You can search for us on Facebook or simply go to SavvySocialCrew.com. See you there. Bye for now.